Welcome into the In the Money podcast for closing day at Keeneland, Friday, April 29th. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, as we take a look at the late pick four for closing day. And it is headlined by the grade three Bewitched. So we'll start there. It's the second leg of the pick four. And I think a horse that's going to be singled by a lot of betters, Jim, is Warlike Goddess in there. She ran in the, ran well in the Breeders' Cup last year. Can you uh, find anybody other than Warlike Goddess in the Bewitch? I would love to because that's how you make money in a pick four. But uh, she just looks much the best in here coming out of the Breeders' Cup. Silly Meritor. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Bill Mott goes to Joel Rosario after Le Peru had ridden the horse the last six times. So Rosario obviously riding a lot for Mott now and, um, he was available, so kind of hard to turn him down, but uh, took a, a – Julian had won four in a row prior to the Breeders' Cup to Mayor Turp. I, I don't see anything else in here that, that really looks like they could challenge her. I think uh, <laughs> the only thing on the Turp course, in a mile-and-a-half race, if you had some lone speed, and Breeze Rider is the speed in here, but it, it's a huge move up for her. La Loon from, uh, from overseas ran well in, in Great Britain. Uh, came over here and ran really well at Kentucky Downs uh, the first time in, on North America. The 93 buyer got beat by neck. But then it's come back in a couple of grade threes and not fired. So I'm just going to stand with Warlike Goddess and try to get a price somewhere else. Yeah, same here. I um, I couldn't find any reason to, to go against Warlike Goddess. If you want to try to go deeper and just try to juice up the, the pick fours and pick fives by trying to beat her, I thought Family Way was the the one that I liked next. Just uh, those last two races were her best. And uh, I talked to Kyler, Tyler Gaffleone, who's been riding her for the uh, Today at Keeneland show that will air on Friday. And um, he said she feels like she's improved from last year, but she's going to have to improve a lot to beat Warlike Goddess if she's anywhere near her best. And uh, I had luck money next just on the fact that she's won on this course and has kept some good company as well. But I'm going to single Warlike Goddess in the pick four that starts in race seven with three-year-old maidens going six and a half furlongs. And I ended up going to the five in here as one. Uh, it's uh, Brad Cox for Judmont Farm, uh, one of their homebreds, first-time starter, but several five furlong works. And um, they've had some good-looking horses in the, toward the end of this meet here. And so I think Aswan's probably another one. Sin Wind, or Sin Wid, S or C-Y-N-W-Y-D, um, just missed in the debut. It's Wesley Ward, and his stable's certainly doing quite well, as is the Cox Barn. So uh, you can uh, look at that one. If you want to go deeper, uh, the Three War Campaign. Uh, I think this is a barn, the Sim- Phil Sims barn. They picked their spots well. So um, I thought that one was worth a look. Sacred Samurai, Samurai the one. Um, it's a long layoff, but sharp... Uh, Joe Sharp has good numbers off the layoff, and um, he certainly do. Uh, if he doesn't get a win on the closing day or two at Keeneland, look for him at Churchill. Sharp trainer and uh, has seconds and thirds, but hasn't, uh, as we tape this, made it to the winner's circle yet. So Sacred Samurai might be the one. So I'm going four deep in the pick four. How about you in race seven? Pretty much agree with you. Um, uh, I took Sinwood on top, uh, Wesley Ward, out of that Turfway race. And Turfway horses have run well here. Uh, you wonder why he debuted him at Turfway rather than Kima. There's a huge difference in purses there, but uh, maybe he surprised Wesley and, and ran a 77 buyer, uh, comes back as Johnny V, um, 
uh, Wesley owes Johnny V a couple mounts after he's given him one that, that didn't work out earlier in the meet. So I, I'm going to take Sinwood on top. Sacred Samurai certainly has a shot for Joe Sharp. As one, first-time starter for Brad Cox. Uh, I'm going to stop right there. Those, those three, I think, will get us through the first leg of the pick four. Let's go to the ninth race. It's an allowance optional claimer, either non-winners of three other than or 80K claiming level, four-year-olds and up. Six and a half furlongs on the main track. Where did you land? I thought this was a very well-balanced race. And I four deep here, and I'm kind of uh, going on um, Dallas Stewart's due on the, on the meet. He's only one for 14 going into Wednesday's races. Uh, Keith DeSormo has surveillance where Jimmy Graham uh, runs back, and that's always already been a uh, a good angle. The horse came back yesterday after being two weeks off, and they, when they get a second race on the Keeneland track, they normally improve. And this horse ran behind Prevalence um, and long-range toddy in, a, in a, the Commonwealth. They only got beat three and a quarter. So this is a substantial drop in class to, to an optional claimer. So I'm going to take surveillance on top. I'm going to go use Shadow Matter for Dallas Stewart. I'm going to use Canadian Pride uh, just simply off those very shiny 101 buyer. And Flavian Pratt takes this mount for Peter Erton. Um, horse comes from the West Coast, so I don't know how uh, he's going to take to the dirt here. But the Canadian Pride has a shot. And I'm going to use Dennis's moment just on back class. I mean, this horse was, um, as a two-year-old, one of the favorites. Uh, for the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Hasn't panned out since then, but can show up occasionally with a, with a good race, so I'm going to throw him in there as well. But uh, surveillance is my top pick for DeSormo on the inside. Ended up taking the five knee-deep in snow on the angle that this horse has been improving since going into Mike Maker's barn and dropping out of a grade three race. Um, Canadian Pride, that 101 buyer, two starts back. Followed up by a third to grade three. A uh, lot to like there. Uh, surveillance, the point you mentioned about dropping out of that Commonwealth race. This is certainly an, an easier group than uh, he faced there. And then Shadow Matter, that uh, 86 buyer in his most recent start, uh, would stack up well here. So I'm just going to go four deep. Don't have a real strong opinion. Uh, hopefully uh, one of those four will cover it for me. The 10th uh, race that uh, closes out the card on closing day Get out, get out race, and so I'm going to try to find a price here to get out on the last race, and it is no, it is a spin wheel, the 10. Source uh, ran in graded stakes company, albeit on the dirt, but is pedigree to run uh, on the turf and a pedigree to like this added distance. It's a first-level allowance, a mile and three-sixteenths on the turf for three-year-olds exclusively. So this horse uh, tried to get on the derby trail, didn't work. And uh, the spin wheel may find that the turf is where he needs to be. And 10 to 1 on the morning line, that'll probably come down a little bit, but still it'll be a decent price. Uh, Tallahatchie Bridge, owed to Billy Joe, um, the 7. Um, comes off a nice win at Gulfstream in, uh, to break his maiden. Um, the 9, speaking scout, uh, had a solid effort in a grade 3. The uh, 3, hail to, I can't remember what I've, can't read my own writing here. Hail to thee. Hail to thee for uh, Clement and Rosario. That's a potent combination. And then uh, one more I'm going to throw in there is the six, Durante. Had an 80 buyer, and Doug O'Neill shipped in a couple of winners already at this meet. So I'm going to add that one as well and go five deep in the pick four. But taking spin wheel at a price on top, how about you? I'm going to use almost the same horse as you did. Um, and I actually like um, a horse that you 
didn't mention, I don't think, Speaking Scout, the nine for Instagram motion. No, actually, I, um, I did mention that one. I, I didn't okay. mention the motion part, but I just okay. looking. I probably should have added the one horse, too, for Brad Cox, but trying to keep yeah. the ticket affordable, so <laughs> I'll leave that one out. I've got a lot of money, so I'm going to go six deep. So I'm going to use Speaking Scout. I'm going to use Spin Wheels for the reasons that you mentioned coming out of those two great stakes at Tampa and Gulfstream. Tallahassee Bridge is logical for Joseph, uh, uh, Sassy Joseph. Naval Aviator for Brad Cox and Pratt on the inside. Uh, the other Cox, Icarus, uh, gets Giroux and, and just broke his maiden last time out at Turfway. Uh, again, Turfway horses have been running well here. And then Durante for Doug O'Neill and Rispoli. So pretty much the same horses you've got um, going to 16th to try to finish out the meet with a successful pick four. I'll tell you what, I'm going to throw in one more horse as I look at this on this last race. I just noticed this when I was uh, l- looking at something on the uh, on spin wheel. Rocket One uh, ran decently uh, and took some money in the Grade Two Bourbon here last year behind Tis the Bomb. That was a good group. And off the layoff, ran a his best buyer figure, a seventy six, in an off the turf race, and then they got him back on the turf, and he had a bad break and was wide around both turns. So if you forgive that then Rocket One and Bill Mott's horses have been running well. So I'm going to throw in the 12 as well. So my pick four ticket is going to be, I think, 50 bucks. It's going to be one, three, five, eight, then with four singled, then one, three, five, seven. And actually, I guess it'll be $48 because I'll have six in the last leg, three, six, seven, nine, ten, twelve. So a $48 ticket for me. How about you? Okay, my ticket is one, five, eight. With four, with one three six seven, with one four six seven nine ten for thirty bucks. I'm trying to find that price in that last race. So, uh, I, uh, there's that. That looks like a race. If, if you could use all, that wouldn't be the worst idea. Because uh, there's uh, the, the Cox horses you mentioned. Uh, there, there's a nice looking, uh, decent looking Walsh horse in there. So that is a, uh, a tough spot. Um, so. Best of luck as you play the late pick four on closing day. The uh, Keelan uh, Turf Pick Three, the final edition of that, uh, starts in the sixth race. Uh, So good luck whatever wagers you're playing, and good luck on uh, finishing strong to the spring meet. We'll be back on Saturday for a Saturday podcast for the opening night of Churchill Downs meet. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. That's the End of the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.